Hey, it's the Music Video Podcast. Hi. I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. And we're doing, uh, you know, it's the holidays. It's a new year. It's a new us. It's a new you. It's a yeah. new me. It's 2020. And Looking good. We, <laughs> well, so realizing f- things. I'm realizing things. things so far, but not a lot is looking good, I will say. Ryan, we how, just, was your, how was your break? How was your holiday break? What have you been... I, what have you been doing? What have you been up to? What have you been loving? I did spend um, an afternoon on a boat. One afternoon on a boat. That's nice. I have seen a lot of dogs out and about. We've had a mild winter. I've that's I've been seen nice. a lot of dogs. Yeah. I am um, revisiting a food challenge that I will not name. It requires lots of uh, elimination and cleansing and re- and restrictions. Mm-hmm. And I am having a real boring time, but that's okay. It only lasts 30 days, if that's a clue for you. How about you? Oh, I mean, it's the same. It's the, it's the most boring time of the year right now. Yes. Um, December was terrible, it feels like. Yeah. Didn't that go by so fast? It, it did. Was, it's because December 1st happened on Thanksgiving, basically. I guess that's probably true. But it felt like it was like it, we didn't have one. And right. like all of a sudden it was like, go, move, pack, yeah. get out of here. So, you know, we've been, we've, been, we've been in and out of the podcasting business, but we're back, baby. It's 2020. Yeah. And to celebrate, to kick off the year, we thought we would revisit the Billboard charts again. We did this probably halfway through the year. We did. And an interesting thing about the Billboard charts now in the advent of streaming and download and things, they used to have what was called the uh, sound, uh, sound scan era of the billboard charts sound scan refers to what do you know what so that means? Billbo- I, i've heard that term but the billboard charts used to be based on it was half sales and half airplay but sales figures would come in late so so albums that were on the charts forever sometimes were building sales numbers Got it. then in like 1990 or so there was a program called sound scan where retail businesses would ring up a cd and the sales would count Okay. And so they were counted in oh, real yeah, time. Yeah. I, and that's how we knew like um, acts like NSYNC and sure, Eminem sure, sure. and people like that. It was like yeah. they did a million copies in one that, week. Because there was like the first weekend thing. I yeah. remember when we were having the first weekend awards when right. like NSYNC hit a million and then Backstreet right. Boys hit 1.2 and then NSYNC hit like 7 million copies in one weekend, which right. is in, truly insane. That's like how many people are there on this earth? Right. There's too many. <laughs> too many. And now with, with the world of... Spotify, YouTube, sure. iTunes, what have you, we're giving credit now for listens. That goes into the radio airplay half okay. of that. And because of that, we're getting weird seasonal bumps of things. So we get an American Idol champion, a voice champion. Yeah. The show Glee would boost. The Super Bowl always boosts listens. Right. And what so, has happened is that the top 10 songs are mostly this week christmas songs from the previous two weeks that were still being streamed yeah it's all christmas so we we, so i thought it was a so a i thought it was a nice idea to do like a a 2020 looking good like what's in everybody's doing like a best of the year everybody's looking back if you wanted a retrospective you would have gotten one by now oh my god like we've we've had so many Yeah. yeah so we didn't want to do another one so we thought we'd do the billboard the the first billboard uh top 10 of 2020 but as it turns out it was all Christmas music. And so, yeah, our new, our hot artists for 2020 and the first week of 2020 are literally Burl Ives, Andy and, Williams, yeah, Brenda Peggy, Lee. Peggy, <laughs> Brenda Lee, which I can't say. I kept trying to say Peggy Lee, and then I remembered it was Brenda. <laughs> halfway to say it. Anyway, yeah. 
yeah, I mean, and a of lot course, Mariah been, Carey. Of course, Mariah Carey. A lot has been said about Mariah Carey being uh, the first person, woman, the first, the first person something. So to sh- get it's like five decades because it's nineties, nineties, two thousands, twenty tens, twenty twenties. That she's had a number one it's song in each of those. Decades. Four what decades. am I missing? It's, no, it is just four decades. Okay. Um, I think it's it previously was held by Cher, who had a top ten song in four decades, in 60s, 70s, or, or 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, maybe or 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Okay. From from I got you, babe, to believe. Yeah, believe was 90s. It was the 99 or 98. Yeah, it was like the end of the 90s. But yeah, it was the 90s. Um. I don't think those were all number one songs, but for Mariah, I will say, good for you. Good for you. I'm I would holding love it, it if one of them was a new Mariah song. I won in the 2020s. We love that new Mariah. Let's get one more. Like, what happened to a no, no, no? What happened yeah, to GTFO? GTFO. <laughs> like, let's yeah. get those to number one, Lambs. Yeah, let's... We know you're listening. Yeah. And so, we know that you are driven you're working yeah you're working hard like let's i mean i don't know i'm on i i listen i love it that mariah has a number one song but i also the fact that all of the top 10 is all christmas themed like rocking around the christmas tree was number two right the brenda lee stands are really out there yeah (laughs) (laughs) would love to meet a brenda lee stand have one on the air if you're a brenda lee stand give us a write us a a letter in your mail address it to to a to the p.o box of this podcast uh and we will have you on a brenda lee song that i like is oh it's not her i don't possibly know another brenda lee song do you i don't it's so there's that song it's the end of the world but that's by i think skeeter davis I never heard those words before. Imagine being a imagine being a <laughs> young she imagine being a young pop singer and being and someone was like uh we have a new we have a new phenomenal a uh, young pop rock uh uh female vocalist who's going to take the world by storm. Oh great, what's her name? Brenda. <laughs> yeah. And she Brenda was a Lee. real like rockabilly chick. Yeah. She played like a slide guitar or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, God bless. Yeah. Anyway, and when she uh, was 4 foot Really? Period. <laughs> really? She's like, yeah, tiny. Like a little person? No. Oh. <laughs> well, you said she was four foot, and so I was like, oh, that's a small No, person. but she was like a little like sp- uh, firecracker. Anyway. Like a holly hunter. Anyway, all, all this is very off topic, but the point is we what we did was we took the billboard chart of the first billboard chart of 2020, but because we didn't want to talk about Christmas music anymore, and we already did that, Yes. we just removed the Christmas tracks from yeah. that and so then we made the our own ten. top 10 yeah um so the number one song in the pop world is a song that made it to number five this week sure maybe next week it'll really bump up we'll see we'll see it, you, this will probably come out like right about the same time as this week's billboard chart and so it's already out of date so it's a great idea for us to do it now but whatever yeah so we'll run through the top 10 and then we have a bonus new release that sure we're talk about well let's i mean let's get to the new releases first do I think. that first it, yeah it, i mean it started first was it today or yesterday it's it was hot rec- off the presses. very hot off the presses uh justin bieber justin drew bieber yeah uh released a video for a song called yummy yummy and it's being it was it's being called a comeback, which I at first thought was ridiculous, but he's really only done features for five years. Yeah. His last album was 2015. What that was, what was that? What was, was that purpose or belief? Yeah, nah, 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 and she likes that one. 
whatever that's called. The one with oh, uh, the one that you call sorry. my mom thinks you're fat. Yeah, the one with yeah. the first clap back. Yep, 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 yep. <clears throat> yeah. This is called Yummy. It's a real Katy Perry esque <sighs> trip to a wedding reception, a, a seniors dance. Here's what I like about it. Okay, I like that it is a real video. Yes. Like it's it's a real video. He it's had to not, visit a location. Yeah, he had to go. He had to make choices, or someone yeah. had to make choices, and he had to at least agree to participate in them. <laughs> yeah, I like. I do like kind of the aesthetic we're going for. I like sort of like a hotline bling esque, uh, like bright but sort of retro colors feel. I like. Well, what's interesting that. is that's for. The, all of the cast of characters, which are mainly older yeah, people, yeah. very cartoony, bright primary yeah, colors. And I, I do like that. I think it works well with yeah. who we know Justin Bieber to be. But Bieber himself is in like a Taylor Swift pastels moment. Well, he has pink hair. He has He's pink wearing like a hair. pink sweatshirt. He has a pink Drew sweatshirt on from oh, his, his line of clothing, a, Drew. Okay. Uh, he has on a pair of just like skater pants. Yeah. Did Justin Drew Bieber, has he gotten has he done some sort of drag brow has he filled those in so i because was trying to see if i could strong, find any any face tattoos. A really strong brow i was looking for face tattoos and the first thing i noticed was his like strong like stenciled super strong brows <laughs> eye treatment his window Raven treatment to come in <laughs> and like give him a full face it's he like got a, beat i listen it looked great I was, I'm all for it. Yeah. I was just, I just had never noticed that strong of a brow on him. You before. can see them in profile. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it, right it, I'm asking if he got some sort of like a transplant of a brow because it didn't look like. No, I think it's just, it's uh, just, it's just paint pre-show. Yeah. Okay. So I, the conceit of the video is that he crashes this. It's not a restaurant. He's not crashing. He's there. He's, he's an there, invited guest. He has a little tent. And he sits at the table. And they're all eating like novelty food. They're all eating gross um, jello molds. Like 50s, 60s, 70s food. Yeah. Jello molds, sandwiches that are like. I follow an account called 70s Dinner Party on Twitter, which okay. I would I encourage anybody to follow, but it's all that. It's all yeah. like uh, a tomato, like a tomato soup that is made into a jello mold. Right. Or like um, uh, a sandwich that looks like a little pig. Yeah. Like. Just weird stuff like that. He has a plain cheese sandwich in front of him for most of the first thing, but it's like a triple decker. Like it's like yeah, bread, there's cheese, bread, cheese, bread, cheese. Yeah. It has almost like a little roof on it. Yeah. It's very fire festival. Yeah. And apparently what we are to gather from the innuendo and the lyrics about his, she got that yummy, yummy, yummy is our primary chorus is that the people eating and just like shoving food in their mouths are experiencing some kind of like ecstasy. I don't know. Like I they're that's how they're into their it's food. Real, real weak. I I saw it, uh, something on Twitter, and I don't remember. And I'm just remembering this in the moment, and so I don't have it cited. But I I, I wish I could give credit to this person. But it said something along the lines of like, uh, "Can you imagine if a female pop star put out this song?" Yeah, I know this not a songs podcast, right? But like, come on, yeah. If like this was the amount of effort that Normani put into her first right. single, she, well, she just, comes in pe- literally sits in a chair for the first five minutes. Yeah, she would have been Keely Williams right on out of here. Yeah, and Keely Williams, for the record, in Spectacular, <laughs> was trying really hard. Also, though, like say, well, I'll use Katy Perry as an example again because this like sort of campy, like broad comedy location he's in 
she would have leaned oh, into that herself. Yes. And, and she would have been eating clams, hot dogs, bananas. She would have been making melons. her face, her famous comedy face. Yeah. Like where it's either like, who me? Or it's like, uh, uh, she would also do that thing isn't where. Isn't it funny to, to be gross? Yes. She would do that thing where she, uh, her body was the service for sushi. She did you know that. I mean? She did that in a video already. Of course she did. She invented that probably. Yeah, it's hilarious. Why wouldn't she try it first? Oh, boy. So, yeah, and then there's a dance breakdown at the end that he I liked, knows. He knows those moves. I liked to see him doing choreography. I wish that he had tried a little harder with that choreography. A lot of his choreography was very similar to his freestyle moves, which is what I would just call sort of like chicken winging. Like he was yeah, kind of just, just sort of flapping. like bouncing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I did like it more when he was performing something that had been rehearsed. You know that I love a rehearsal. Yeah. I like to see that people are showing up to practice. I like that this didn't have like any kind of sexy montage with like his wife or a model or anything. It had a f- it had some moments though. But oh no, like that was the other him, one. Sorry. Like, yeah. I was I'm forgetting what which one I watched. Crawling yeah. down a salad bar or whatever. Yeah. I yes. There was not any there was no gross food sex uh, visuals. There was right. nobody was like deep throating a hot dog or no. anything. Nobody was like uh, no whipped cream. Yeah. No, yeah. I feel like those those no cliches are right there and they are avoided. I thankfully I like that. I guess. But yeah. as I know, this isn't a songs podcast. But I have to tell you that as a song, this is terrible, terrible music. I have seen two different articles where it wasn't a review of his music. It was like a headline about this song in particular that Justin Bieber was returning to R and B with this song. This is barely R and B. It's it's barely melodic. Like if this was put out by an actual R and B artist, if this was put out by I don't know, um, like Khalid, yeah, uh, they would they this would they would be like, what is this? What right. is this weird pop song that you decided right. to place on this album and the nonsense lyrics that don't make Just any sense? Just this atonal pun, yeah. Yeah, do, so that's I do not like this track. It will probably be number one on the charts <laughs> bubbling, next week. Bubbling under, yeah, <laughs> air with a bullet. Yep. That's one of my phrase, my favorite chart phrases. With a bullet. I guess that's the one that's moving the most. Oh, good. jumping? I guess, yeah. Sure. Do they say that in that thing you do? Is that where we've heard that? Maybe. I love that thing you do. That's off topic. I won't go into it. Yeah, it's, it a great, great. it's a great movie. Watch it. It really is. Anyway, let's get into our uh, quote-unquote top 10. It's not really our yeah. top 10, but as you as you mentioned, you know, they were all boring. It's so, the, 10, the 10 secular <laughs> war on Christmas sure. songs. So do you have the actual... So I have the 10 that you sent me, but do you have the actual... I do. Uh, we can read both lists. Numbers? The, the well, 10 just, to 1? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm just curious. So like on this list, so the number 10 that you gave me was Mustard featuring Roddy Rich yes. with Ballin. Uh-huh. What is the actual number that that is on the chart this week? So that is actually number 19. Number 19. So oh, are, wow. Okay. Yeah. So we only go, so it's the top 20. It's just the 10 out of them that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let me, let me read real fast the actual sure. top 10. Sure, sure. <laughs> the actual top 10 is number one, and then we'll do 10 to one on the pop ones. All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Love it. It wouldn't surprise me if it was next week, too. Never heard it before. Number two, Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee. Mm. 2020, y'all. Excited to hear that. Number three by Bobby Helms. It's Jingle Bell Rock. Number four, Holly Jolly Christmas by uh, Claymation Burl Ives. Mm. Uh, Number five is Circles by Post Malone. Spoiler. Number six is Roxanne by Arizona Servas. Spoiler. Number seven is It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year by Andy Williams. (laughs) 
And then we have three pop songs. Classic Andy Williams, uh, jumping jumping into the top ten. You <laughs> yeah. can't. It's like you can't compete with that. Andy no. Williams is always going to be in the upper reaches. Don't of the even charts. try it. So ten to one with our real sure our pop people who survived who are going to probably be there this coming week as well. Number ten we have Mustard, the singer, not the condiment, featuring Roddy Rich, and the song is called Ballin'. This song I had not heard before. I had not. I enjoyed this video very much. I, it's, so what it's doing is presenting all of the tropes of like a hip hop cliche video, but it's little kids playing those things in their bedroom. Were they playing them in their bedroom or were they? It's like, I, was that a flashback? They, yeah, I don't, I couldn't tell. I mean, they did meet each other at one point. Like yeah. they, like the kids were like, playing with monopoly money they're like making it like rain making with it monopoly, rain with monopoly money. money and then the the, the, the like rolls royce or whatever that uh uh mustard yeah and roddy rich were in roddy rich past yeah. them i i wasn't sure if that was literally happening or if that was like uh I, maybe i'm biased by the normani video which has a similar concept right. of like normani is dancing and then it like transforms to like what if Stardom. she was dancing yeah. um yeah they're playing with monopoly money they're uh, pushing like f- fun sports car toys. Yeah, I liked, and then we see those things happening with the adults. I liked this very much. The one thing I did not, I could do without. I think I'm, I know what it would is. be the strip club scene. I, I think it's fine. Uh, it's fine in music videos. It has a place in in rap culture, and I think if you're sending up that trope, that's fine. But I, if you're going to do that, I would do it not with children. I literally wrote. All of the butts in the strip club wouldn't be notable if they weren't the fantasies of children. Yeah. <laughs> if it, like, if it, if, I, I think I'm, I'm very fine with that. I mean, if you want to see the best strip club video in a long time, you should watch Cardi B's Money. Oh my God. The very yeah. best. But, uh, I would, I would have done it in a different way because of the children aspect right. of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad but, that it was all just the, fun decadence of yes. being famous and I got no, I like, get it. it's not it isn't like yeah there is it's a fun song too it's not a it's just like boastful and big and yeah not, there's no threats in it. yeah i like it <laughs> yeah but no i did like that so if we're ranking these as we go along it's the, that's my number one there we go <laughs> congrats way to go all right at number nine we have maybe the fastest turnaround for anybody on an episode of this podcast it's already time to talk about Selena Gomez again. Yes. What number is she really at number nine? What's uh, number nine on our list? She is number 18. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they're both hovering in the top 20. Okay. Uh, it's Lose You to Love Me. Mm-hmm. Her new song, uh, which is about Justin Bieber, as, uh, assumedly. Yes, we've, we've, we uh, have talked about this on the most recent episode of this podcast yeah. that was released. So, uh, we've shan't revisit it here but it's it is here yeah do you like did you rewatch this video again uh just briefly to to remind myself which of the new ones it was because one it's is just sad like, and one is dancing and oh, this is the sad this is one. A sad one it's just overlaid faces yeah i could i don't need it i'm i think of the two we've seen i like it the most you like this more than the other one. Yeah, but I don't have anything new to say about it. Okay, so our paths are, <laughs> our paths are diverging already. So number eight, our paths might diverge again, and I will be, I will hold responsibility for my own opinions on this. 
Okay. I hate number eight a lot. Uh, the song and the video. Okay. It is... I I don't think I know anything wrong with this. So I'm curious what you hate about it. It's Dan and Shay. Dan mm-hmm. plus Shay featuring Justin Bieber. It's called 10,000 Hours. Yes. Are Dan... So I have done no research for this episode of this podcast. I'm not a very good podcast host. But are Dan and Shay... Christian rock? Are they Christian rock? I was going to say, are they country adjacent? Where, where, where's if, their home? If where, they, where's their home studio? Where's their home chart? I think that they are country singers. Justin Bieber has that's one of the genres he's dipped into lately as country. I think they are country singers. I think people who like country music hear Dan and Shay and say, "Is this Christian rock?" Hmm. It is very like designed to be sung on The Voice or American Idol. Definitely, but not as much as some other ones that are in this top 10. No, it's very like if we still did telethons, it's going to be sung on a telethon or like a montage of you and I don't know if this has come up on the podcast. You and I have talked about brides singing themselves down the aisle, which is a good YouTube search that you have sort of mastered. I could talk about this for hours, so I'm not going to go into that on this podcast right now 10,000 10, hours in the year 2020 is going to be our first indication that grooms are now singing themselves down the aisles as well grooms I, don't sing themselves down the aisle grooms sing grooms pull out an acoustic guitar at the reception and sing in the face of their bride 10,000 hours is the thing it's just oh I hated it it's the video is with Dan and, and Shay and Beebs, and they're being sweet to their actual ladies. Yeah. And the settings they're in are just like furniture store setups. There's like three different ones, and each one has a couch and a lamp and a rug and a coffee table. It's the same Just like room house. and board or somewhere. Okay. I mean, it's the same house as Mariah Carey's Vision of Love. It is... Which is a window to a, a painting. A window to a, to a green screen <laughs> painting, except for those green screen paintings are like footage of the Bieber's wedding. I'm fine with that. I see nothing wrong with this. I don't have any, I don't have much I like about it, but I don't, I'm not offended by romance. I think when. when not offended by, by capturing the magic, Ryan. I, I think when people are on like uh, Chopped or Top Chef or something and it's the final round and the judges are like, oh, this dessert is too sweet. I'm always like, well, yeah, dessert is supposed to be sweet. I yeah. saw this and I was like, this dessert is too sweet. Oh, I thought it was fine. It was directed by somebody named P. Tracy. I didn't like it. And P- Bieber. And Bieber does Tracy? Yeah. Not like P-E-A? No. <laughs> I would love that. Like Pico? Or P-E-E. <laughs> or P-E. Bieber does a lot of like boys to men lip syncing in this where he's like doubling up his fists and bending over. and. Well, yeah, he's an R&B star. I guess so. Yeah, sorry. I would love it if Justin Bieber joined boys to men. Well, so would he. Like if, because you know the boys to men is a trio at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh I would love for them to have a Bieber moment with them. I would like for them to just rotate somebody in and out until they found a fit. Yeah. And I would like for one of the people to be Bieber. I just want to see what happens. Well, they would eat him alive. Yeah. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Once they hit even two part harmony, he would, his, his head would fall off. His pants would fall down. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's happening. So coincidentally on the actual charts, 10,000 hours by Dan plus Shay and D- Jason, B- Justin Bieber is number 17. So those three were all in a row. Okay. All right. So what's the, what, what is after this? What's after n- our this, number quote unquote seven? So this is one of those things where if somebody's listening to this and they're not keeping up with current pop music. I, listen, I will say this. When you sent me this list, I saw this collection <laughs> of words and I was 
shocked. I have heard every single one of these songs except for I think the the last one, which I have now heard. But yeah. before this, I had heard all of them in uh, backseats, like Ubers, stores, and stores, and groceries, yeah. and wherever you hear songs accidentally. But I had no no idea of this these artists, these words, these yeah. like nothing. So I have I had heard this next song. I thought that it was a DJ who was just like doing things. So I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna say these words, and you can rest assured that a song and an this artist is an artist be, and a song they can be called whatever you yeah. want. The artist is Tones and I, and the song is called Dance Monkey. Uh huh. I've heard this song so many times. You have too. If you are listening, if you found this podcast, you've also heard this song. It's on a radio. It's in a lift. You ran on a machine to it. Yeah, you've bought an onion while trying to. You've been. You've (laughs) felt an avocado while this song like plays around you. No, a thing that you might not know, or that it, maybe even you, Chris, might not know, is that Tones and I is one person. I, I, uh, is, so I had to look up Tones and I because I didn't know if Tone, who Tones and I was. I don't know what their, uh, just like a composition of of group yeah. is. I don't know if this is a DJ, if this is a vocalist, if this is a what if this person or persons were in this video i had yeah. to I, so i just had to know what was happening she's a young australian artist yep. she's like billy eilish by way of rebel wilson who's the one who's like they always want to come but they never oh, want to uh, leave rob schneider's daughter l king l, she's like a little bit of l king um and i found her on uh she was on jimmy fallon she was on Jimmy Fallon. Okay, did Singing he make this... her play like a game? Did he no. make her play a Wheel of Fortune? She just sang this song. And if that had been how this video was represented, I would be like, she's the coolest thing. I can't wait to see what she does next. Because I'm going to show you a picture of what she looked like on Jimmy Fallon. She was like this, and she played piano first, and then she got up and she sang, and she did sort of like Justin Bieber flappy dances. Okay. And she got a standing O. She was very fun. Okay. I don't know I didn't this. watch that, so she I can't. She seems very young. She, she does seems, seem very she young. She seems under 20. Yeah. The actual video is her dressed as a very old man. Mm-hmm. As like a grandpa. Yeah, and then like going wild with all these other old people on a golf course and like flirting and partying and stuff. Which is one of my least favorite comedy tropes. You don't, you don't like old people doing things, and you also don't like regular people dancing. I like old people doing all of the things that people do, but I don't like it as the butt of a joke. Like, isn't it hilarious that somebody would flirt with an old lady? Isn't it hilarious that old men might want to, like, play a sport? Yeah. Like, cast all old people to do it. Like, don't have one who's in old drag. Like, you wouldn't do that with any other type of person. But um, is that a joke on how young she is? Is that the idea here? If it was a joke on how young she is, then making her old at a party with young people would be a funny joke. Like, if she was at a college party. But if she's at a senior citizen's home and she's like, look at these all goofballs. It's not her fault. What I didn't like about this video, again, this is not a songs podcast, but I didn't like what I was hearing a lot more than what I was seeing. I did not enjoy the sonic feeling so, of this song. It was hard. It sounds like a thing that has been the like eardrums. It's it's a hard thing to hear. The, it sounds like it's been it's, sped up and auto tuned and vocoded and stuff. It is. It's not. I can tell you that it sort of hasn't been. 
It her is, Jimmy Fallon performance, that's what she sounds like. I, then I don't like it. <laughs> then I don't, I, the tonality of her voice isn't one I wish to continue to hear. I would, and I say that with respect. I think she's probably a talented young artist. Yeah. I, 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 her name is Tones and I. What, is, what does that mean? <laughs> Where does that come from? That can't be your stage name. Is Tones like her dog? Is Tones like her... Oh my God, I would love it if she had an animated dog and it was like she was, it was Tones and I. I'm looking her up real fast to see this because... Oh. Is her name like... It's, I'm going to say all this and then I want, you to, I want you to tell me it back in Australia. Okay. I can't do an Australian accent. You know that. Tony Elizabeth Watson, known professionally as Tones and I, like Torny. Tony, Torny is an Australian Watson. singer and songwriter. She released her debut single, Run, Johnny Runaway, on March 1st. Her follow-up, Dance Monkey, was released on May 10th. Where, what's, May 10th. The, what's the holdup, guys? Wow. I mean, I know what the holdup is. I don't really know why. It... It's been number one in 30 countries. Wow. Yeah. Torny. <laughs> Congrats. You, did you know that? Did you you told me this? But Tony Collette is Australian. She's Australian. She's one of our best actors, and that's proof. And she would be like, "Hello, yeah, <laughs> good day." I'm Torny. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. She's been doing an American accent this whole she time. She's like, I I I love being in uh, Muriel's wedding because it had so much music. I, I'm not a good Australian. I, I can't do it either. I can only say hello. Yeah, nor that's pretty good. Don't get me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so tones and i uh it's called dance monkey because she keeps saying dance with me and i think maybe it's literally the misunderstanding of what that sounds like okay i guess yeah i don't it, it was not good so if i'm ranking these i'm still putting that mustard one as my number one uh those i are, think it's i actually think <clears throat> it's in reverse order i think it's it's mustard the ballin then it's selena then it's this ten thousand hours and then it's this one I could I could live with that. I feel like ten thousand hours is. I I think it's well. Bad. There's going to be some spots opening up, so you can <laughs> there definitely will fill be. in things above it. But that's what I that's my vote right now. Okay, cool. Uh, number uh, are we at number seven? We're at number six. Okay, <laughs> it's Roddy Rich again. Again on his own track now. It's called the Box. What number is this IRL? IRL. I'm losing my billboard charts. Because uh, I was reading about Torney. Okay, so now we're getting really close. The box is number 13. Okay. So there, so all of these had Christmas filler. Yeah. Just like catalog Christmas Keeping them hits. out, yeah. Somebody got a, now that's what I call Christmas. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so this one's called The Box. I did, Now, what order did you watch these videos in when you started? I watched them list? 10 to 1. I did too. Yeah. And so by the time I got to this one, I was kind of, uh, this felt a little, uh, this was sad to me because after, so after Ballin, which yeah. introduced me to Roddy Rich, I was like, oh, how fun. We're sending it up was, a rap troop, a rap trope where like. It's high energy. Yeah, it's high energy. It's it, it's kind of playful in a way that I enjoy. I love a rap video that's fun. That's why yeah. I like that baby video. I never want to get into a thing where I'm saying that like, there's like positive hip hop because I, oh, I, I don't give a shit people about that. Say things I about just that. like things that are, I just like things that are at least original yeah. visuals. This bummed me out because I had seen so I've much of it. seen it. it. We've seen I it. Mean, We've seen it. Over 20 years of it. Yeah. Uh, 
This is what I wrote. I wrote, Roddy has a lot of guns and money and cars. Yeah, we know. I've seen He this. has a good cinematographer. It was all pretty. It was also- all well shot. The shot where they're all like out front of the house and they're all in black and they have just like huge uh, like- Machine like, guns. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that, was, that was like, it was well shot. Did you notice what else he has in all of those shots? No. He has like a Trente coffee, like a giant coffee to go. Is that like a, is that a- is that just coffee? I don't know. It wasn't from Starbucks. It was in like a brown paper thing am with that I, kind of lid. Is and it this was going to be like a, is this going to, am I going to trend with like a white people on Twitter or something for asking what that is? I is it, it was I, in a coffee style cup and I was like, was this filmed in the morning? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I noticed it right away and then they came back to it four or five times. He gestures with it a lot where he's just like got his to go cup. Uh-huh. Good for him. I mean, you got to, I yeah Feel I don't up. know I don't know I don't want to I don't even want to hazard a guess as to what that might mean because I really don't know it might. if somebody if somebody knows if that means something other than coffee uh, and I, I'm here to learn uh, please tell me because I'm genuinely curious and I have I'm just like I yeah. I don't know he gets a he gets a a coffee first thing in the yeah. morning yeah anyway. Yeah, I didn't. I I did not enjoy this one so much, but it was, I guess, fine. Like I said, it was nice to look at. So I'm gonna put it. For me, I'm gonna put this right above Dance Monkey. I'm putting this one, but I'm putting it below Ten Thousand Hours, which I think is gonna be reverse for you. Yeah, it's uh, Mustard and Selena are pretty close to number one for me, and this is number three. Okay. Um, until. Next on the list, the first person who is legit in the top 10. Okay. The closest we have to an international, like, phenomenon pop song. Sure. Probably the one that's been on the charts the longest. Sure. It it would have to be, I think. It is Lizzo with Good As Hell. Yeah, it's back on the charts. Which video did you watch of this? Because there are two. Because there was one. So this was the song that was originally released in 2016. Much like all of Lizzo's songs. Then people were like, oh, Lizzo is good. And then we released them all. Which, okay, I'm going to say the same thing about Lizzo that I said about Mariah Carey, which I would love some new Lizzo music. Yes. I feel like she could stop coming to Chicago for like one week and like release a new single. She's here every week. I know. She's any given time. Instagram stories. Somebody is at a Lizzo concert every week. And good for them because she's great live. She's amazing live. We've seen her live a couple times. Yeah. Mostly by, we just, because again. Lizzo's here. She's here in Chicago. (laughs) You can wander onto any corner and she might be performing there. Uh, I think one of the lucky things in sort of like the pop, pop music world in the past few years is that Janelle Monae broke out huge with a new album. Yes. When yeah, when her yeah, last yeah. one came out, there was so much attention on her, and then it was really good. And I feel like Lizzo, it's almost like if the previous right. album by Janelle Monae had a hit, and then the scramble to get new music is a little more stressful. Yeah, she needs maybe like a good soundtrack song or something in the meantime. Would love that a good feature. Yeah, I mean, speaking of that, this was on the soundtrack to a barbershop movie. I don't know which one, which is why the first video. So if you watch the first video for this, it was set in a barbershop like it's, or a hair salon. Okay. Uh, I watched just all people getting their hair done. And then she's like, Oh, I've seen that singing. And then that's the whole thing. I watched the 2019 marching band. The 2019 one came out pretty recently. It came out in December. It is a delight. It's a real treat. I (laughs) loved it. Start to finish. And sometimes when things are like, uh, 
positive affirmation music, you know, can wear on me a little bit. Every plot line of this, I I was here for their success. I mean, this is barely positive affirmations. But like it's, just, it's 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 the to me. I think that a lot of people, because I read an article about this, I think it was on Jezebel, but it's people tell on themselves a little bit when they say that like all of Lizzo's songs are about body positivity mm-hmm. because Lizzo's songs are the same thing as that Ballin song. Right. That's number 10, where it's just like a celebration of like right. self. Well, and the, and the characters she in is this. who she is. It just gets read a different way. None of the characters in this are having body issues. They're having no. other things going on. Right. It's just like, get you through your day. And I know a lot of people love Lizzo for that. So this is kind of an easy route, but I still love it. It's all set around a marching band show. There's yeah, a it's girl. All set at, it's at Southern University. So it's at an HBCU and Lizzo just like is a, is like a wise uh, college fairy. Yeah. She's visiting and <laughs> there's uh, she's there for practice. She's there for like a show. There's a, a drill team member whose uh, boyfriend is taking someone else to the homecoming or her ex or whatever, and she's bummed. There's a saxophone player who can't get quite all the steps right on the field. There's the only girl on the drum line. And through the power of, like, being in Lizzo's orbit, they all, like, thrive and, like, nail that performance. Yeah, Yeah, she kind of bibbidi-bobbidi-boos her way, like, into all of their confidence levels or, like, just ability to to do things, ability to march, ability to dance. Yeah, and then there's a weird like little outtakes documentary thing at the end where she's horsing around with all of them, and it's oh, I missed so that. Cute. I turned it off before then. She's on the school bus, dancing and twerking. She's playing a piccolo. She's high fiving people that are really excited to meet her. Um, this was directed by Alan Ferguson, Mister X Solange. Oh wow, that's fun. Yeah, and wow. it it all looks really great. It's like, what could be better? Okay, so what is our number five? So we're in the actual top 10 now. We're in the actual top 10. Everybody's here. Okay. Honestly. <laughs> Our number five is the Billboard charts number nine. And Number I, four. Sorry. Number Lizzo four. is number five. Got it. Okay. And it is a perennial on the Billboard chart. So it's just always going to be there. And I, I don't deny it, but I do question a little bit how Maroon 5 is our like go-to like pop rock band or I whatever. I hate this song so much. I hate this song so much. I cannot possibly hate this song more. How are they like our like, the, if we're not careful listeners, Maroon 5 is going to become this weird like they're going to get respected. Yeah. If we don't put a they're gonna pin get in eagles. this. They're going to get you too if we're not careful. They're going to have a beautiful day moment where they're just like our elder statesmen and they're always there and they're like important. They might have, they at this point, they might already have a longer career than you two did when they released Beautiful Day. It's, I mean, it's been since I, the 90s now. Yeah. They also, so this is called Memories and it's Adam Levine doing, he's doing, doing that a weird. Sinead O'Connor thing. Yeah. It's like a single take, uh, one, one person on camera. D'Angelo, Alanis Morissette. But here's the thing. difference. All of those songs are good. His his feigning of sincerity to this and like a quivering lip and stuff is... To this weird like Pachelbel's canon. Uh... Well, so when, when we were first introduced to them, he had like this weird reggae Justin Timberlake kind of voice. Uh-huh. And now it's going all the way to like Sting where it's like... It's an affectation. Like that's not his singing voice. It's he's almost saying like Mon. Like I, it's very 
phony baloney. Do and not. we we are tight on his face to the point that we just see like his true face, and then when it backs up and we see his head. He has a mohawk, which is the least surprising reveal. Does he have a mohawk, ever. or did he have it like pulled back? It almost looked like he had a tiny little like bun. Well, it shaved like a, he had, up it shaved to like, like his here, temples. But is this part like back here? That's what I. Oh, is it long? Yeah, wild. I, you didn't see enough of it. I don't want to know. I don't, I don't like know. him with a beard. I think, and this has been. I don't want to police other people's bodies in general. I feel like Adam Levine kind of deserves it, but I, it's it, I. I think he has too many tattoos for what he does. <laughs> yeah. Like he's always showing off his tattoos, but it's like, then you sing this weird like, right. reggae ballad, reggae right. pop ballad. I feel you... like if with those tattoos, he either has to uh, be a chef on chopped. Yeah. Go like, go <laughs> make me a bone marrow treat. Go make me like a, go, go make a, yeah. Go is, open a, a new American restaurant. Go serve like uh uh like offcuts, like offal. Yeah, like get, he's like he's gonna have like a, a restaurant that just serves like uh pig feet, uh, uh the, and it costs thirty six dollars. Yeah, and he's finally gonna get his dad's respect. Yeah, he's gonna go on chopped, <laughs> and his parents are gonna finally love him. But so, like, don't sing this and have all those tattoos. Sing a better song. Is this a song that you referred to? And you said there was another song that could be sung on telethons. No. Because this one is very this voicey. This one absolutely very will get sung on The Voice. American Idol. I mean, it will definitely get sung right. on The Voice by Adam Levine, but it, like I'm saying, on whatever, it'll get sung by whoever. Yeah. It'll get sung in a talent show. It'll get sung in a, uh, oh, a for state sure. fair, like a talent competition on the Bill Riley stage. <laughs> All right. So this one was number nine on the legit charts. This Maroon 5 one was? Yes. Okay. We're getting into our top three. Yes. And the Billboard charts. This is number eight. This is another song that I know by heart. Have I heard know it so many times. Did not backwards. know this wasn't by an artist that I already knew. I didn't know which person I thought it was by, but I did. This is someone. This is a new name for me and a new face. What is the name of the man who does the Peanuts score? Charles Schultz. No, he writes the. He draws them. Vince Guaraldi. That, okay, that's the name that I see in my head when I read the name. Louis Capaldi. I kept thinking, like, that guy? Is this a Christmas song? <laughs> is this 60 years old? It is just Ed Sheeran, but, like, somehow... So I somehow, wrote... like, a beta version of Ed Sheeran. How is that possible? I wrote in my notes, I have, this is Ed Sheeran for people whose parents wouldn't let them watch rated R movies. Totally. This is, this is like, homeschooled Ed Sheeran. No offense to homeschool people. It's Louis Capaldi. The song is called Someone You Loved. You have heard this in every car that you've paid for. You've heard this shopping. You've heard this if you've had a sad dream. It's it's not. It's like, okay, so this song on American Ninja Warrior and on like the Olympics, they play the backstory of what happened to the person before they got athletic or they were athletic and they had a setback or whatever. This is the kind of song that plays over that. I'm so sorry. I went down a Wikipedia rabbit hole for Louis Capaldi because I wanted to know a few facts about him before I started talking because mm-hmm. I didn't want to say anything about someone who is a child, for instance. He's right. not. He's uh, 24. Uh, he lip syncs with his mouth closed, which can't be easy, but maybe he sings that way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he is 
It's nighttime. Okay, so this video, yeah. So let, let's just back. <laughs> let me back up for a second because I, I, I'm struggling with what constructive and positive things I can say about this Louis Bacaldi. Bacaldi. <laughs> what is? Oh, you can't. Say I can't it. say it on the air. fake name that you use as a real name. No, it's someone's. It's someone's real name. That I know. Sounds like a fake name. Yeah. But this is right up there. This is it. this is pretty close. It Lu- sounds. I, I. What's your cousin's name? Uh, Lu- Louis. 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 What? Uh, C- Capaldi. <laughs> Chris Kent Cummings has plans with his cousin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, this video is. Uh, it's set at night in some wee London town. They're on a park bench at night, which I instantly were like, are they ghosts? And Lewis has broken up with his paramour. And she sort of like walks away and is like, bye. And then he like creepily follows her around. And then people kind of like stop him from like going after her. Going farther, yeah. Chasing her, killing her. They stop him almost like they think like, he's sleepwalking. They set up like a defense line where they just won't let him pass, kind of. Yeah. It's weird. And he, is, he does seem so sleepy. Very sleepy. I think yeah. that he just is sleepy. I think he was just yeah. like, I can't tell what is. That's why I was looking this up, because I didn't know what is a choice here and what is a restriction. Yeah. Like, what is a... A person's face is their face, and yeah. if they make beautiful music, yes. then hats off. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I think it's just a little bit of like how do we how do we convey the sadness of this song? And his director was probably like, you know what, less is more. He's like, okay, I'll do nothing. But it's but what's weird about that is that the video has such a strong concept. Well, and the people confronting him are making like huge actor faces. They're like yeah. enraged. Yeah, they're like all it's, her it's friends. It's like very high concept for being such a low concept video. Yeah, you know who I thought this was? I thought this was. Um, who is the band that sings, um, who did that song? It was like, if you close your eyes. They're like super Scottish. Uh, Travis? No. Star Sailor? Bastille. Wow. That's oh, who that's I newer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who I thought this was. I thought this was like their ballad moment. Because I was picturing earlier do... Brit people because I feel like all of this is like a. I uh, would love, if this was, I would love a family... new Travis single in 20... yeah. 2020. I would love some new Keen. Who wouldn't? <laughs> Yeah. But the family tree of Coldplay, yes. for as lame is, as we present Coldplay is, they have a lot of influence. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's how we got to a Lewis Capaldi. That's how we yeah. got to an Ed Sheeran. That's how we got to a, I don't know who else. Yeah. Probably a bunch of British people that I've never heard of. What I what I was responding to, because I do not like this, is when he does the bridge and there's like a growly, gravelly shout he, moment. He does a... a it's uh, like... Chris- a Kelly, a Kelly Clarkson is a Christina Aguilera, like a dig in deep. Do not like it. Me either. Do not like it at all. I would like it if it was maybe like a, if it was a different song. But Which, like, is it Little Mix or Fifth Harmony that does that? Little Mix. <laughs> it's in Move by Little Mix, which, listen, you guys, Ryan does not want to do an episode about Little Mix. I would, I ha- only want to do an episode about Little Mix. I would like to talk about that every week. I would spend an hour talking about just the costuming and the touch video. So w- will you write to Ryan and convince him <laughs> to let us do a little mix video on Twitter at black belt Jones. So just give him, <laughs> yeah, we know. give him a peek. Cause he says that nobody cares about little mix and no one's going <laughs> to like it. And I believe the opposite is true. So, you know, just show out for that. Yeah. 
but that's all I have to say about this Louis, Louis Gavaldi. Louis, yeah. uh, Louis, M- M- it Louis sounds McCavity. like Louis on, McCavity uh, of the Jellicles video. On the show Alias, there was some kind of like device that was like their red herring. And okay. it had a name like Capaldi. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Well, I don't know that one. So next on the list, coming in right above Andy Williams, yes, is Arizona Servas, a song called Roxanne. I think this is a fun song. It doesn't have a video. Featuring. Yes, it does. Oh, I didn't watch one. I didn't find one. It's bad. I can tell you about it. Okay. Tell me about it. It's I didn't find featuring, one. I thought it didn't have one. Uh, six nine, who's in a lot of trouble, I think. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, yes. Takashi six nine, who was the who was the one that snitched on everybody, right? Uh, Saweetie. Saweetie? Saweetie, whose name is spelled S A W E E T. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying so weedies, like uh, <laughs> somebody had a lot of weedies. And Young Thug. It's a Great. similar Love thing Young where Young Thug could use more of Young Thug. Uh, a bunch of young people crash a rich person's house and they throw a party in the backyard. Okay. It's a similar thing where the old people are like, what? Me? Us? What? Here? Okay. Um, and it's presented sort of like a lame party and it's it's filmed very tight frame as if it's happening somewhere else. And then there is, uh, it's intercut with like live footage. And then there is, Saweetie has a solo where she's on a throne. And it was very like the shorthand of Nicki Minaj. And I was like, ooh, a feature by uh, an up and coming female artist, like you don't get a throne. Like that's, that's branded. That's Lil Kim for. would have a lot to say about anyone sitting on a throne. Yeah. And I will say now that I have described all of this, I'm, it's sounding a little bit like a mashed up homemade video. It said official video. If they don't have an official video, I apologize. This is the number two song. Well, who was the uploader? Well, I saw it up and let's find out. <laughs> because you can usually tell if the uploader isn't from a Vivo account, it's probably not official. It is. I've got it right here. Oh, this is probably homemade because it has no views. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So, if so it, you watched a fake video that you were trying to miseducate our impressionable listeners on. Yeah. Ryan, for heading up the research department of the show. I do so much homework. Uh, you really dropped the ball on this one. So everybody disregard what Ryan just said was the number two video. But and go back to what I said because I was right. There is no video. Well, but this stands because this is Saweetie regardless. Well, I understand that. And I feel like if Nicki Minaj exists, you're not allowed to do this. I like think you are if it's your own video. Okay. But I, I feel like you're going to get... I think that women can sit anywhere they'd like to, Ryan. <laughs> I want them... I do think everybody deserves every kind of throne. I feel like Nicki Minaj is... She's branded a throne as much as it'd be like if somebody was like, I'm wearing a meat dress in my show. All right. I feel like a throne. I mean, what about Game of Thrones? Uh, how dare they? Spe- actually, speaking of Game of Thrones, that goes on to our number one. Number one. Technically, number one. Technically, technically number five. Number five, which I now I feel bad that he's like left out of number one, but he'll have his day, I'm sure. He's had a number one before, I think. I'm sure he has. It's Post Malone. It's called Circles. Mm-hmm. You've it, heard it. I've heard. I've heard it. You've didn't heard know it. it was called Circles, but I'd heard it. Well, anything could be called Circles, and this video could go to any song. 
Yeah, but I like so the last time that we saw Post Malone for this podcast, he was doing like a tour video. Yeah, where there was that man with a beard that does a lot of hip hop dancing who was like right. following him on tour, and they were just like playing beer pong and like that's yeah. it. And it made it seem like maybe he that was the level of effort that because and then to see and that's the last time that I saw a Post Malone video, yeah. and then to see a Post Malone showing up for hair and makeup showing up for production production yeah. this is so this is like a medieval rapunzel fantasy moment yeah he's coming home from war he's a knight in full armor full armor the whole time which is a look that works for him like this is an aesthetic that I, suits him pretty well we will do uh we've talked about doing like a some best dressed episodes like a style episode i don't know in his videos if this counts but in his like professional appearance life Post Malone has a really cool way of dressing. He wears a lot of like weird Western cowgirl spangly suits and lots of like hats and vests and jackets and things. Are you thinking of Lady Gaga in the Joanne era? <laughs> I am. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, so he's not. Yeah, he comes home. He has weird zombie visions. His village has been burned. Mm-hmm. And there is a mouthless Rapunzel who we think is in a tower. And then later we find out she's just up a tree that she fully could have climbed down. I think she's in a tower that's in the tree. How do you climb down a tree if it's that tight? It looks like she was banished to the top of the tree. Well, if she's letting her hair down and somebody can climb up, then she could tie it and climb down. Like bed sheets. Like bed sheets. Like like bungee jump herself down there? No. How does she get it down? A little at a time like Batman and Robin in the old TV show. I don't. I don't know. The thing about bed sheets is you leave them there. Like if she tied her hair so you can like climb to the top, she'd yeah. have to cut it all off. Right. Yep. She would, or at least like a third of the way down. When it's safe to jump. And also, that's not the plot of this video. Like it's like she doesn't do that because that's not right. What is written for her to do? And she doesn't have a mouth because this was directed by a man. Yikes. <laughs> She doesn't have a mouth? She doesn't have a mouth. She just has like a smooth CGI, no mouth, and she has like electric eyes. I did not notice that. It's weird. I think that maybe that was the curse, was that she couldn't yell for oh, help. That makes sense. She can't call for Post Malone, but he's on his way back. It doesn't matter. I was just distracted by all of the cinematography. There was a shot of all of them with like torches. Yeah. They were all like standing in formation, a la Beyonce's formation. Yeah. That I thought was very cool. It's pretty cool. It has like those zombies and skeletons and stuff. It's got some CGI that's fine. Yeah. And the song is fine. It was directed by Colin Tilly, who has directed lots of DJ Khaled and Iggy Azalea videos. But okay. most importantly for the interests of this discussion, he directed MILF Money. Wow. <laughs> Another medieval epic. Another epic of our times. I mean, I, but he does a good job. I enjoyed this. Yeah. So, I enjoyed this quite a bit. I would say that this is maybe my number two, one or two. It's high for me. So, I'm debating between this and that Bowen video, which I really liked. I'm going to be real basic. I'm going to be real mainstream. My number one is Lizzo. Oh, I did like Lizzo too. I'm going to say Lizzo. Then Lizzo, I think I'm, I, in my mind, and because this list doesn't matter, I'm going to put her at number two because I expected that video from Lizzo. Like it's, it's a great Lizzo video. It arrives and it's a, exactly it, at your it expectations. Meets me at what I think a Lizzo video should yep. be. And that's why I think Post Malone is maybe my number one. And the, my number three, then, I guess, would be uh, the mustard one. Okay. Which I'm only ducking to number three, as I mentioned, because I think that it would be stronger if the strip club elements of that were handled in a different way. I don't yeah. want to say to remove them, right. but, like... Yeah. Maybe if there were 
I don't know. It starts with kids. It's if it weird. was like different fantasies, if it was like yeah, like a children's fantasy of like the Monopoly money, and it was like maybe like a twenty-year-old like right. in like a garbage apartment that's like right, uh, I like don't the turn down drinking. for what video? Yeah, like they're dreaming of having uh, Hennessy, and they only have uh, a natty light. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like, like if that, it yeah. like if it was more. Things that like people understand. I don't know. I'm not. It's not me. I'm not the director. Yeah. And nor should I be. <laughs> I think you. But that's, so that's my top three. Uh, is is uh, uh, circles good as hell? And then uh, ballin. That's my order. What's yours? Uh, I'm gonna stick with Lizzo at number one because it just made me feel really good, and I loved Great. how like I love a drum line and a marching band and all that stuff. I love that for you. Uh, Lizzo's my number one. I. Th- think hmm i'm gonna say mustard number two okay and then i'm gonna say selena i think that post malone is good but i think that maybe that's my number four but what happens in that selena she's just like blooming out of her own face a lot yeah but watching video but watching the love video but watching the difference between sincerity and manipulation with that then the maroon five one I guess that's true. I seeing mean, if it, we're comparing it those videos well, head to head, yeah, Selena wins. Seeing it done well really made a difference because the Maroon 5 one is probably my number eight. Wow. I mean, I think you've made it clear. One of them doesn't even your, have a video. One's your least, but... <laughs> yeah. uh, well, the one with this my least is the one that hasn't made a video yet. So... I don't think it is. I think you would rather have no video than some of the videos you watched. 10,000 hours is bad. I don't mind it, but I also... I don't mind anybody who doesn't mind it. I'm not here to... I'm I love love. Myself. What can I say? A thing that I have to point out, not really an honorable mention, but every single one of these in the comments said, who's still listening in 2020? And uh-huh. to them, I say the oldest song on this is from last May. The newest is from one month ago. Right. <laughs> the Selena Gomez song is like three weeks one old. One of the comments that I saw on YouTube was, I miss when YouTube comments weren't a calendar. Uh, me too. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> uh, uh, my YouTube comment of the week, I will say, I didn't, I don't have a screenshot of it, but I remember seeing it on the uh, memories. Uh, Adam Levine one. I don't know if it's a podcast listener of ours, but they they picked up on the uh, like zero percent nudity, zero yeah. percent drugs. They said it was like zero um, percent uh, violence, zero percent nudity, one hundred percent face. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. So I like you know if you're a listener. What are what are our listeners called? Do we have a name for them? Pod. Just MVPs. MVPs. It's got to be what they're called. It's got to be the MVPs. You can't if do anything pod something because that could be any podcast. If you're one of our MVPs, get out there into the comment section. Yeah. And leave one. Don't read them. <laughs> don't read anyone's comments, but leave but them. Leave, yeah. leave them. Well, I think I think we did it. I mean, we don't have anything else to say. Yeah, I think these than, are fun. I feel like around around the time of like Song of Summer, we'll check back in with Billboard yeah, we'll again. Love to check in with the charts. It's good to learn some new names. It's if anything the else, only way to it's find the out what's way on I the know charts. What they are. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to be back in the new year. We have some exciting things coming up. Some so. really some classics, some great guests. Yeah, things are lining up, and it's gonna be really fun. So, you know, 2020 looking good. Yeah. In the words of Kylie Jenner. In the words of Fiona Apple, this world is bullshit. Bye. Bye.